0: This is The Analysis, a weekly examination of the culture in light of truth. I'm Deanna Huff.
1: And I'm Mark DeMoss. Join us as we investigate and analyze the environment of the world where we live.
0: We will be shedding the light of God's word on the issues.
1: And responding as Christians to influence followers of Jesus Christ to share the gospel with those around them. Deanna, there's some scriptures in uh, in Jesus' words in the New Testament. And he says in, in Matthew, multiple times it's in the book of Matthew, but just a couple of examples. Uh, Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? This became the chief cornerstone. Of course, he's talking about himself. Later in Matthew, Jesus says to them, you're mistaken, not understanding the scriptures nor the power of God. And he connects the scriptures and and God's power, his Manifest Presence, I think, was what he'd be talking about. Again, later in Matthew, how then will the Scriptures be fulfilled, uh, which say that it must happen in this way? And that's a Scripture where he's looking about the future and his return. And so I, I, I quote those, and we could continue going through Matthew and really through the whole Gospels and, and then into the letters of the New Testament. They don't always say the Scriptures say, but you see them quoting places from the Old Testament. And we know that there, there has been very recently conversations about the Old Testament and its place in Christian thinking. And that's not a new argument at all. I think we'll dive into that in a moment. But I think it's kind of a repeated and maybe a very common pattern today. Like, I'm a New Testament believer. Do I need the Old Testament? And that question in light of what you hear Jesus say and New Testament authors write what are they talking about when they reference the scriptures if they're not talking about the Old Testament?
0: Yeah, it reminds me of the news story that came out of Santa Cruz in California. I don't, I don't know if people are real familiar with it, but it's a pro-gay church that's planning to building a worship center, and they're putting in space for a brewery uh, to donate profits to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, And, and when I read that article immediately what i thought was they don't really understand the old testament so they can't make sense of the new testament they don't really understand who they are
1: right. because
0: they don't understand who god is yeah. and you see it happen on a continual basis where we're moving farther and farther away from the truth and the scriptures and we're going to end up in a place where we essentially make up our own ideas and the Old Testament, when Jesus is speaking of them, it, I mean, it's just so clear that there's some continuity or there is continuity between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And we really need to get the big picture of what that looks like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it is almost as if, uh, if it doesn't relate to me and to what I think about my world right now, then it doesn't matter. And, and I think the, we've missed the point. The Old Testament scripture or the New Testament scripture, neither one are talking about you and your life and the way you live right now. They're talking about God. And we replace God with ourselves, and then it's supposed to relate to me. And when it doesn't relate to me and help me, then it doesn't matter anymore. And the scriptures, old and new, are trying to reveal God to us and us know God better. And so we're missing the main point. Therefore, it's easy to dismiss almost any part of it.
0: Yeah, and and if we look at the Scriptures, when we're looking at them, and I, I know you and I would agree with this, when, you, when you're thinking about a Christian worldview, within a Christian worldview, what do we say matters? We say, what do we believe about theology? So we're asking the question, who is God? Mm-hmm. We say, what do we believe about Biology. So we're asking the question, you know, who am I? You know, who, who created me? Yeah. When you're asking about psychology, you're asking about how the mind works. So when I see a Christian worldview, yeah. it entails these, these disciplines that are like theology, biology, psychology, right. sociology. It's asking the question, what do I believe about these things? Yeah. Well, if I just rip out the Old Testament then how am I going to know in Genesis 1, 2, and 3 that I need to treat people with love and respect because they're made in the image of God? I mean, I totally throw that out. What about marriage? I mean, what about who created me? What about the ideas of the Tower of Babel, how people were working together and God's ideas and His expectations of us multiplying and filling the earth and being stewards over it? And sharing who he is. it's like, there's so many things. But what we do is we say, well, if it's hard, Mm -hmm. then, and it's confusing or perplexing. Well, it's not like a phone book, right? Yeah. But what we have to do is we have to look at it and ask God, like it says in James. Yeah. God, grant us wisdom. In John 14, John 16, what does it say? What? The Holy Spirit guides us in all
1: truth. In all truth. Yeah. Yeah. it, it's almost as if um, the whole of our existence has to be absolutely pragmatic. That everything's got to be something functional uh, for the moment, and so then if, if it's hard to understand, as you said, or or it's a it's a difficult it's a difficult challenge to the way our culture is functioning currently. Like it, it speaks hard against the way things are today. Then to keep from offending others, or to keep from making it uh, confusing to a new believer, let's let's just let's set that aside. Don't worry about that. It, if you don't understand the virgin birth, or you're not sure you believe in the virgin birth, then it, that's okay. Don't worry about that. You believe in Jesus, so just follow Jesus and love Jesus. And and you can you cannot worry about those things and and when there's Old Testament passages that you see you see God sending His people and they'll eradicate uh, a people group or whatever uh, oh that's so hard to understand and you know we wouldn't want to see that happen today and so let's ignore that or what is this law about? I can't wear linen and wool together. And, and, and that's ridiculous. Like, linen and wool look good together. You know? So, hey, don't worry about those things. Ignore that. Don't read the Old Testament. Don't get caught up on those things. And we're, we're cutting off what Jesus used and said, pointed to him, and revealed him. We leave people crippled in their understanding of their God.
0: Yeah, and it really takes me back to the time when we were all in Boston, not Boston, I'm sorry, when we were all in D.C. Do you remember all of us taking that trip, the sixth grade trip? We took all these sixth graders out, and on Sunday, we took them to an older church. We were all excited about worshiping in this church, and somebody got up and spoke, and they basically said the virgin birth was unimportant and of course i thought i was going to fall out of my chair right because i'm thinking it is very important i mean it's significantly important this is god man right yeah and that matters and so we had to take our sixth graders off to the side after church and say, Hey, listen, you know, this is the teaching that you heard this morning, but let's go back to God's word and see, is this what is true? We were being what Bereans, it says Bereans go back and study the scripture to see if what people are saying is true. right? Right. So we did that. And, and, and we're seeing that more and more often. But how did we come to those conclusions? Because we were able to go back to the Old Testament and study those things to see the fulfillment in the New Testament. And I'll tell you, there's so many great historians and theologians and writers today that have such good, plain reading books that can help assist in some of these really hard, difficult matters. And we have to be willing to say, you know what? Uh, God left this behind. He desires for us to accurately handle His Word, yeah. and the church we we should be in a church that's going to help us to equip us to be able to do those studies and not feel so intimidated. Or when we get confused, we say, "Oh, that's okay," yeah. because God sent us disciples to be able to work through those issues, but not shut them down.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you you've got to you've got to take passages in the New Testament. So you have people that are wanting to separate or ignore Old Testament things, but then you've got to take passages in the New Testament. We reference some that are out of Jesus' lips, but you've got to take 2 Timothy 3. All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. What did, what did Paul mean when he wrote that to Timothy? All Scripture. This is before there's a New Testament Scripture in place. Like there's no canonization of the scriptures, New Testament wise, at that point when he wrote that letter, uh, you have to take Peter when he's saying the, the writings, even of Paul, are being accepted like the scriptures of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. You've got to you've got to come to those passages. And so, what do you do with people that you're saying, "Don't worry about that Old Testament stuff"? When they get to that part of their New Testament,
0: <laughs> that's exactly right. And then you have like three 300- hundred. Scriptures in the New Testament that are exact quotes from the Old Testament, what you just make up your own interpretation of that?
1: Right. You have to, because those have a context. And you've got to keep them in their context. You've got to interpret them in their context. Like when that was referenced by that writer, those people understood just by the reference to the context. It's like you being able to say to me, just in our conversation, remember when we went to DC with the sixth graders? You don't have to tell me the entire itinerary and story and lay out because I remember, I remember all of that. I was there. It has a context for me. And that's what the readers of those New Testament letters had. They had the context. We have the context because God preserved it for us in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So a reference in the New Testament to an Old Testament verse, I need to understand that book that it was in and that chapter that it was in and what was going on to get the point of what he's making.
0: Yeah, you know, when I had knee surgery, I was reading through this book, it was called Is God a Moral Monster? And I had taken it into the doctor's office with me, you know, I'm in my crutches mm-hmm. and everything. Well, I, I needed to lay it down to be able to turn around and do some things. And so I did. Well, a lady walks in, and she's probably, I don't know, maybe in her 70s, mm-hmm. right? Older lady. And she, she looks at my book, and she says... Uh, you know I've had questions about that myself Mm. is that a good book and I said oh it's actually actually a very good book and I said it gives you insight and helps you kind of understand a little bit about the culture and the Old Testament and being able to make sense of the New Testament Mm. and she said well that would be an interesting book and I thought, you know, we don't know how many people have questions, but what we what we don't want to do is say it it doesn't matter if you read it.
1: Yeah.
0: What we want to say is no, it, it does matter.
1: Yeah. It does
0: matter if you read it. In fact, you should you should ask people who you, who you know are in the scriptures and and they can help you and disciple you and ask your pastor and ask your Sunday school teachers. Make sure you're in a Bible-believing church to do those things. But they matter. And it, and I know some of the conflict today is just about the law. Yeah. You know, whether or not... Are we living under grace? Are we living under the law? I mean, that's that's what we're coming to because yeah. we just keep throwing more and more of the Old Testament out.
1: Yeah. And you know, the, the direct answer to that is... Yes, we, we do live under grace, but grace doesn't have a context without law. The grace we receive is because Jesus fulfilled the law. He obeyed where we disobey. He completed what we were unable to complete and, and then paid for the punishment of the disobedience. And so uh, Jesus didn't come and be a good boy so God could forget all the, the bad things people have done he, he lived under the law and obeyed the law perfectly and then took punishment as an innocent for those that had disobeyed. So the law, we're under grace, but the law creates the context for the grace. And so uh, it's Paul that says the law's our tutor. It points us to our need for grace. But more than just points us to our need, it doesn't just tutor us to see that we need it. It, it really shows us that We now, with the grace we've been given, can live by God's commands. We can obey. We're equipped to love God as we're supposed to and love our neighbor as ourself. And we couldn't do that before. And he's done it for us perfectly. And then he's equipping us to be doing it now in his grace. And so we have to have that. Where is the the seed that crushes the serpent's head? That's who Jesus is. (laughs) And that's in the opening chapters of Genesis. And if we divorce ourselves from all of that Old Testament, then what is great about this Savior that came? The greatness comes under the weight of what is waited on and expected and longed for for centuries. And then when he comes, the joyous celebration. So, man, what a a tremendous subject to try to tackle and think about. And, of course, what we're encouraging is... Uh, trust in the scriptures Old and New Testament and read them for who the hero is the hero is Jesus the, the, the author is God and the point is God and read them in light of the hero, hero Jesus who pointed to the Old Testament read the Old Testament obeyed the Old Testament and, and then brought life out of all, all of that which we Now call New Testament, the New Covenant, and that's that's what we live under. But the New Covenant had to have context. So, thanks for listening today. Hope that you will be in a place where you can hear the whole counsel of God.